to the Prophecy Club. Today, let's ask ourselves the big question, the big elephant in the room question. Is America going to repent? Like 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, here it is, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. But the key is, turn from their wicked ways. Now, I want to believe that these massive rests that are already in progress, which, by the way, I have to notice, there was five helicopters that flew over my house yesterday, already one this morning. I mean, so I want to believe that they're rounding up the bad guys and that we are going to be given more time. I also believe that if that's going to happen, you and I must lock arms. We must meet together. It's not enough. Yes, it's going to be on live stream, but I don't think that's enough. I think we have to lock arms September 6 to 8 in a 48-hour fast at the Solemn September Assembly. You get signed up by going to watchmanstrumpet.com. But I just ran across an article this morning that says a lot of things that I want to say, some I disagree with, some I think that they are missing the perspective that you and I as prophecy students have. So I'll read the article and we will talk about it because it's really hitting a lot of nails on the head, but then it's showing that America is missing the main nail. In other words, I do not hear anybody, radio, TV, internet, anybody, no one is saying the real solution is what America needs to do is stop sinning, repent, and turn back to Jesus. Oh, well, we could never say that. Well, wait a minute. That is the problem. What we need to do is not only put prayer back into schools, but we need to put the King James Bible back in schools. My opinion, if I was king, I would say, yeah, God, I toss all of this social studies garbage out until you've read the Bible for a couple of years. And I would require at least one session of every day reading the King James Bible. And I would tell all of the uninformed, biblically illiterate teachers not to make any comments. Just read the Bible, probably for the first year, maybe even for maybe two years, until they got enough Bible in them to know what they're teaching. On to the article. It comes to us from a fellow by the name of Jack Gleason, dated July twentieth, 2021. Headline, The Silent Majority is Rapidly Becoming the Angry Majority. Well, I wish. And matter of fact, I even hope that that is true. But I'm going to several places in here show you that I don't think that that's accurate. However, if I have anything to do with it, a lot of this will come to pass. And I'm going to ask you to be a part of it again by joining the Solemn September Assembly, September 6 to 8. He says the silent majority, unquote, was mentioned by President Nixon in 1969, who labeled middle class Americans who weren't protesting the Vietnam War or joining the counterculture, two activities being overreported in the media of the day. The silent majority didn't speak up much because they respected the traditional American values with a good-natured approach to political issues. They were silent, but they voted. In 1972, Nixon was re-elected by one of the largest landslide in U.S. voting history with 520 electoral votes, to 17 for McGovern. Today, most Americans focused on work and family and trust that our elected officials will work for us. And if they don't, 
the folks who pay attention to such stuff will vote them out. I'm going to say that's not accurate. I'm going to say most people are so caught up with their lives, they don't care. As long as they have a roof over their head and they have a job and everything is okay, they don't care. And the reason they don't care is because they don't have righteousness in their heart. And the reason they don't have righteousness in their heart is because they haven't asked Jesus to enter their heart. Because Jesus is the one that, according to Psalm 23, leads us into the paths of righteousness. Jesus is the one that puts in our heart to hunger and thirst for righteousness. So since most people in America today have fallen away just because they asked Jesus into their heart nine years ago when they were a kid and haven't been to church since then, they can't call themselves a Christian. Back to the article. But after five years of hysteria over Donald Trump, the media has hyped so many radical liberal causes to the point when many conservative Americans, now see, there's another problem. They need to stop calling us conservatives. Either we're Christian or we're not. Stop calling us conservatives and liberals. That's another way to allow good people to get around becoming a Christian. Either they are a Christian. <laughs> Look, either you're a wheat or a tear, okay? One or the other. Causes to the point to where many conservative Americans feel as though they are an endangered minority. If we speak up, we feel we'll be ridiculed or ostracized by our friends and co-workers for, or even lose our jobs. People with conservative bumper stickers have had their cars vandalized, and those wearing patriotic clothing have been harassed and physically assaulted. True. There are so many issues that face us that we can easily be overwhelmed and simply give up on political discourse, which furthers the idea that liberals rule the day. So again, see, he's a conservative liberals guy. Instead of liberals, they need to be calling them communists. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what the angel called them. Started by the communists. That's what he told Dimitri. That's what God calls them. But the silent majority in the United States is waking up. Mm, mm, yeah. Well, Trump has wake, awakened them a little bit but nowhere close to what needs to happen. But the silent majority in the United States is waking up, not in a uniform manner, but on issue-by-issue basis. They know what their eyes are seeing on the nightly news, and they aren't fooled one bit by blatant liberal spin. Well, if that's true, then how come we have so many people believing the V? And how how come we have so many people taking the anti-V? Did you know that there are some 60%, they say, have taken the vaccine? (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you one really good reason why I wouldn't take it, aside from all of the other reasons, and I could take a whole program and give you all of the reasons why I would never take the anti-V. But here's one reason, because CNN pushes it. (laughs) Anything that they push is the very thing you do not want to do, in my opinion. They are the epitome of liars. They are a den of thieves, and I would have nothing to do with the Communist News Network. If they have young children, they have been outraged by sex education initiatives that teach masturbation and promote gay and transgender lifestyles to kindergartners. Or their children participate in sports, where boys who think they may be girls are competing in female activities and are even given free access to girls' locker rooms. And of course... Locking down schools over a period of a year has caused irreparable damage to the kids' education, with mountains of evidence saying 
staying at home was completely unnecessary. I don't see how America is even taking baby steps toward turning toward Jesus, towards cleaning up. At this point, the only hope I can see is the possibility of these massive arrests turning things around. Parents of college-age kids are now seeing, quote, critical race theory being taught, claiming the whiteness alone causes unavoidable unconscious racism, and nothing can be done to fix it but giving special privileges to everyone who isn't white can help. If they live in border states, they have been horrified by the policies of the new administration, which are leading to massive increases in local crime, horrible hardships for women and children, and a free flow of drugs into the country. Things came to a head with the George Floyd riots, where Democrat mayors and governors gave out-of-state agitators free reign to incite locals to loot and burn businesses. Anyone with eyes could see that the protesting is not stealing flat-screen TVs and designer tennis shoes. They saw footage of New York of organized thieves driving up to electronics and jewelry stores while police were ordered to stand down. Those who were arrested were immediately released, charges dropped, New laws passed in liberal cities ending cash bail in the interest of fairness to minorities, unquote, which has led to an unprecedented level of crime and violence in our most vulnerable populations. Then came ridiculous demands to, quote, defund police, while 70% of the minorities in affected districts want more policemen, not fewer. So it sounds like so far, America is not repenting. I haven't seen any mass crusades where people are getting saved. I haven't seen the churches filling up. Contrary, let me tell you just what happened. So last week, as I've told you, we are looking for another church. And we went to four different churches. One, no, no, two of the four were looking to sell their building because they had outgrown the building and they had to get a bigger building. But the sad part is two of the four were selling the building because COVID hit them hard. The people walked away and have not returned. And of course, when they walked away, they forgot to send their donations into the church, you see. So now the church is in red and they're in trouble and they're having to sell the building. That's sad. I would like to rather think that those big church buildings filled up over COVID. So instead of believing that when, you know, we have power over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by any means shall hurt, hurt us, instead of believing what the Scripture said, we believed, why, we believe CNN. <laughs> we, we believed in the V and we believe now in the anti-V. Back to the article. The 2020 elections were a turning point. Everyone watched Trump rallies with tens of thousands of enthusiastic supporters and contrasted them with Biden's events of 20 or 30 people in six-foot circles. On election night, they saw videos of Republican poll watchers being thrown out of Democrat-controlled districts, windows being papered to hide what was going on. They saw videos of ballots being counted late at night when no one was watching, and the same stacks run through the machines over and over and over again. Ballot counting was halted, simultaneously in five liberal states, and when things started up again, wah, Biden won. Americans are not stupid, he says. They know that the fix was in. 
they know that lying and corruption at the highest levels was rampant. By far the strongest reaction has come from the government and the medical communities in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. When it was first noticed in March of 2020, we were told it was 5% fatal. And the only way to stop it was to stay home for 15 days and everything would be just fine. Those 15 days extended to 490 days of lockdowns, closed businesses, closed schools, emergency regulations, often delivered by governors with no authority to require them to do that. The arbitrary nature of the dictates, churches shut down while casinos stayed open. (laughs) Wait a minute, let's talk about that. Churches shut down while casinos stayed open. Why did the churches shut down when the casinos stayed open? Why, the church did what they were supposed to do? Well, what CNN told them to do. (laughs) Because they believe it. You see, they aren't listening to the Spirit. If they're listening to the Spirit, they would know that that is a big lie. But they're not listening to the Spirit. And as I might also add, they're not reading their Bible. Uh, Well, at least they're not reading the King James Bible. They're reading some other per-version that tells them why it tells them what they want to hear. So, consequently, the churches shut down, the casinos stayed open, small businesses closed, while big box stores thrived. Outraged the silent majority. When concerned doctors spoke out on the front steps of the Supreme Court, their videos were censored and deleted, doctors were fired, websites taken down just for suggesting safe and effective treatment treatments for COVID. They now see the mounting pressure for every American, including children and babies, to take a anti-V that is experimental. They know that if a medicine is safe and effective, people don't need to be pressured, threatened, or bribed to take it. Their warning bells ring when they see multi-million dollar lotteries for anti-V recipients, coupled with threats that they won't be allowed to travel or their college-age kids won't be able to go to college. They have seen our government's own VAERS reports showing unprecedented side effects and deaths from the anti-Vs, and first-hand video accounts from real people telling stories of horrific effects. The idea that an experimental anti-V that could now be made mandatory is turned the silent majority into an angry majority. It reminds me of one of the famous lines from the movie Network, where the hero shouts, I'm mad as H-E-L-L, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Is the silent majority really angry? No. No, they just want their life back. They just want to live. Well, it's like the lady that came up and said, I have cancer. Would you pray for me? Sure. And then she coughed. And I said, well, do you smoke? Because I could smell smoke all over like she's a, a chimney or something. Yes. I said, so you want me to pray for you to heal your cancer so that you can continue to smoke? And see, that's where a lot of people are. They don't want to change their lifestyle. They don't want to follow Jesus. They just want Jesus to fix things so that they can continue to live in their sin. The lady didn't want to quit smoking. She didn't quit smoking. She just wanted Jesus to take away her cancer. A lot of Americans don't want to go back to church. They don't want to change their life. They don't want to receive Jesus. They just want to live their life the way they want to live it. The angry majority are now realizing that they are not as powerless as they've been led to believe. Their ballots, 
may have been stolen, but they can vote with their voices, their wallets, their feet, and their shoulders. Well, I would like to think that that's true, but have we seen people really stand up and say, I think that there was cheating, cheating in this election? Have we really seen that? I watched Fox News last night. I watched uh, Brett Baer, and he was speaking out against Trump. No, <laughs> I can't say it, or the, or the platform will take me down. I can't say what they said. And I turned to Leslie, and I said, they are against Trump. Before this last election, they were all for him. But now, they are not for him. See, our media is all controlled by evil people in high places. And unless these massive arrests take place, I don't see how our nation is going to continue much longer. Outraged parents are showing up at school board meetings shouting for teachers to stay out of the children's sexual morality. That boys stay out of girls' bathrooms and locker rooms. And that normal class schedules resume immediately. See, they just want their life back. They don't want to turn to Jesus. But the real solution is... What we've got to do is not just put the Bible and prayer back in the schools. We've got to put the prayer and the Bible and Jesus in our heart as a nation. No one is suggesting that. College parents are demanding that critical race indoctrination be halted, giving less to liberal colleges or switching schools altogether. State legislatures have been pressured into changing restrictive COVID rules, and opening up schools and border state citizens are demanding completion of border walls and that illegals be sent back where they came from. Okay, again, see, they're not interested in turning to Jesus. Americans aren't interested in going back to church or reading their Bibles. They just want their godless world back. The angry majority is turning out to city council meetings in record numbers to oppose any plans to defund the police. See, they're wanting a secular world to work. But the problem is the secular world, a world without God, that's what secular means, won't work. Either we choose Jesus and he blesses us, or we choose the devil and he tears us up. There is no middle. It's like riding a bicycle. If you're riding a bicycle, either you're speeding up or you're slowing down. But if you're coasting, you're going downhill. There is no middle ground. Either we turn to Jesus and he blesses us, or we don't turn to Jesus and our nation is destroyed. Private corporations that have taken pro-vaccine and anti-freedom positions have been boycotted. Oh, really? Uh, I, I haven't seen that. Cities and states with restricted COVID policies and liberal law enforcement have seen people move out en masse to more conservative areas with law and order where our police are respected. That's true. But they're not moving from California to Texas because in Texas they can become a Christian. <laughs> they're moving from California to Texas so that they can continue to live their godless lifestyle. And when it comes to mandatory anti-V, can't say that word, the angry majority is just saying no to injections and experimental drugs with horrific side effects. See, they're not interested in receiving Jesus or living and following his rules. They're not interested in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. They are interested in money and living their nice, American-blessed lifestyle. One more sentence. 
The days of the easygoing silent majority are over. Well, I would agree with that statement. It's time to raise your voice and take action. Uh, and what action would we take, Mr. Gleason? What action would we take? Oh, I know what you'd say. You need to write your congressman, because that's what they've been telling us to do for 40 or 50 years. Well, how's that worked out? That's not the solution, Mr. Jack Gleason, that wrote this article. The real solution is for a massive repentance to take place. And unfortunately, that is not going to happen until there's judgment. One more sentence, then we're done. Otherwise, the country you love will be lost forever. So let me read that whole thing again. The days of the easygoing silent majority are over. It's time to raise your voice and take action. Otherwise, the country you love will be lost forever. Now, if I could talk to Jack Gleason, and if I were to say, Jack, have you ever heard of Dimitri Dudeman? I'm almost certain I would hear the answer, no. If I were to take 90 seconds and give him this overview, well, he was a Romanian pastor, smuggled Bibles into Romanian Russia for some 30 years, was arrested, put through five months of torture, culminating in them putting him on the electric chair twice. As the electricity is going through his body, the whole room lights up with white light, and the angel Gabriel appears in the room and tells him, you're not going to die, you're going to America to give them a warning from God. And they turned the electricity all the way up, could not kill him. I think that's a pretty good confirmation he's hearing from God. The angel came to him, healed him up, told him he had four more years to carry Bibles. He was told the year, month, day, and hour he would be exiled to America. It all came to pass. When he arrived in America, the angel came to him again and said, get beside me, and showed him California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. He said, do you see what I've shown you? This is Sodom and Gomorrah, and one day it will burn. How? America is so powerful. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America, and one day in one hour, America will fall. If I were to tell him that, he would probably get this faraway look in his eye. The window shade would come down. He would turn his back to me and not hear anything else I have to say. Yet, he writes this article. Now, Jack Gleason, if this is not your heart, you can reach me at Prophecy Club. We can talk about it. But it says the days of easygoing silent majority are over. It's time to raise your voice and take action. Otherwise, the country you love will be lost forever. I would say it this way. It's time for the easy days to be over. It's time for the judgment to hit unless we turn from our wicked ways so God will hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. Otherwise, the Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one hour and one day. Such great riches will come to naught. I don't see the massive revivals. You remember I told you, I, I promise, I, I'm, I'm not lying. August 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. And they said, this is the time of miracles. Then he spoke to my heart the rest of the message and said, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. I will meet the devil inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to meet him. I'm looking for building the kingdom of God. 
I'm not looking for continuing this nation in its sin. I am looking for continuing this nation because she had a great revival. I want to see America saved. I want to see a great revival here. I want to see the evil rounded up. And for us to do that, my brothers and sisters, we're not going to do it. I really believe this. We're not going to do it. Staying at home and just praying. We must gather together. We must gather together at a solemn September assembly, September 6 to 8, watchmanstrumpet.com. Go there and get signed up. We're going to fast for 48 hours. That microphone has five-minute rotations. You can get up and pray. I'm calling people to gather together under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for America. No other prayers are accepted. Only pray for America. I'm asking people to put all of the denominational differences aside. I don't care if you're pre-trib, mid-trib. I don't care if you're once saved, always saved. I don't care what your denomination name is. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Bring your shofar, no man-made instruments. Bring your shofar, solemn September assembly, September 6 to 8. Get signed up at watchmanstrumpet.com. We are going to lock arms. We are going to raise those shofars, those trumpets. And we are going to blow seven long, loud blasts because the trumpet is a declaration of war. We, Christians, to whom Jesus gave all power over the serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And then 48 hours later at sundown, also again, we will blow those trumpets seven more times. We are declaring war. Yes, it's going to be live streamed, but I'm going to tell you, you got to come. You got to come. Lock arms. Bring your shofar. Let's declare war. Let's take back our nation. This is Prophet Leslie Johnson calling everyone to come to the solemn September assembly, September 6 to 8. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com. I'm calling you. I'm calling you from the north, south, east, and west. I'm calling all the intercessors. I'm calling all the prayer warriors. I'm saying, come forth. Come forth and unite as one in one accord. Come forth. Come forth and lock arms. Lock arms and be united. I'm calling you in. I'm calling forth the finances to the Lord, to the people. I'm calling it forth to them right now in Jesus' name that it would fall from the heavens and fall in their laps. And they say, this is a gift from you I was not expecting. I am here. I am here. I'm calling you forth right now in the name of Jesus. September 6th, 7th, and 8th to unite with us in the name of Jesus. There's more authority when those that are like-minded get together and lock those arms. That locks those arms and say, you enemy, you will not get past. You will not win. We declare in the name of Jesus, all of us prayer warriors in the name of Jesus, we declare right now, you lose. You lose, devil. You lose. Jesus wins. As a prophet of God, I call you in. I call you in. Make a way. Make a way. He will make a way. There seems no way. He will make a way. I know some of you are saying I have to work, but God will make a way. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. September 6 to 8. Watchmanstrumpet.com to get signed up. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. 
For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know being you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. In How Pre-Trib 1, I expose the dirty little secrets pastors don't want you to know, which is why sometimes they can't preach the truth, especially about the rapture. Then, using the secret door, I explain the truth about the rapture, and then I rebut 25 claims pre-tribbers use to prove pre-trib. You'll finally know the truth about the rapture. We offer it in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. That's prophecyclub.com. Everyone is in a panic. No one is taking credit cards or dollar bills anymore, but they are taking silver coins. Call cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Mention Prophecy Club. <laughs>